everyone. Welcome to episode nine of the Utopia District podcast. It's me, Indy Advent, coming at you. Today, I'm joined by some dear friends of mine at Utopia District. We've got Caravale, DJ Non, G-Ban, G-Banus92, <laughs> Malbert, and Maximus. How's everybody doing today? Absolutely fine. Perfect. Yeah, doing good. Doing the best I can. What's up, Jabroni? What's up, you bunch of jabronis? Glad to have everyone here. Um, stoked to be talking to y'all. Uh, what we got going on? How's life, everyone? Uh, anyone got some new and exciting things going on? Oh, the... I think I can't complain. I, um, I just bought a new graphics Second card. 2022 began. Yeah. Now you go, you go, Malbert. Okay. Uh, yeah, I just bought a new graphics card. Nice. Not a brand new one, because then I would be poor now. Um, Yo, graphics cards I are expensive these days. I still spend a lot of money, um, more than I spent for the rest of my whole PC back in the day when I bought all the stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, I just replaced Crazy. my 1060 with a 2080. Oh my god, yeah. I have a 1060. So I'm, I'm mad jelly. That's crazy. Yeah, the 1060 and, is pretty pretty good for the price. Yeah. Um, it's not bad. But I just got into Blender and stuff, and mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Blend, so I, I've been learning stuff in Blender for a year now, ar- around a year, mm-hmm. and I just discovered um, liquid or fluid simulation, um, where it kind of um, simulates intensive. liquids and the the process of calculating how the liquid is moving in the environment is is taking so much time mm-hmm. depending on what graphics card you have and then afterwards you render the whole thing and it takes even more time yeah <laughs> we need squiz up in the chat here he's doing all kinds of 3d stuff these days and that was Malbert speaking, by the way, everybody. Malbert slash Luigi Player Two, one of our newest team members. And who else we got? A couple new people on the show here. A Caravale. Uh, have you? I don't think you've been on the show before, have you? No, no. This will be my first time on the podcast. Hey. Uh, been part of the team for quite a while now. We're coming up on the and tail end. I mostly handle the fiction and and writing aspects on the websites uh we're just about to come up uh, uh on our first on our one-year uh, writing project for shadows in neon city uh super That's excited crazy. for that to come to a conclusion uh got a whole lot more. yeah yeah two-part Woo. finale we got a whole bunch of other stuff planned i'm currently working on the next installment and gonna be a little bit different can't really say too much about it but uh really excited for this project to continue if 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 possible yeah yeah Damn, that's so cool, man. Uh, I love Shadows in Neon Neon City. Um, I want everyone to check it out. Please, please do. You can do so at utopiadistrict.com slash fiction slash Shadows in Neon City. I believe there may be dashes between the words, but uh, we'll link it in the the description as well. And it's a 10-part series. Is that right? And currently. Yeah. Currently, and then we're the about to come now. up on the uh, yeah, two-parter, making a whole twelve-part series, uh, completing the first volume. You know, more news probably on that later in the year, uh, mm-hmm. as well as a you know second volume uh, with more adventures 
vaporwave inspired cyberpunk i i'll I'll call it basically (laughs) yeah it's fucking so cool man can you would you be down to give our listeners a quick pitch on what the story exactly is so the entire process or the project shadows in neon city kind of explores a sprawling uh you know you dystopia or more like you know uh, like, like city you know neon city that kind of asks the questions you know uh what would kind of happen in a kind of alternate reality where uh basically kind of like 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 the mega cities on Mm -hmm. on most cyberpunk kind of escapes Mm -hmm. what would that kind of look like on an individual level because like these uh stories involving like mass sprawling cities don't they usually have big swaths of of stories and narratives Mm -hmm. Uh, with each volume i wanted to look at what people kind of do in their day-to-day going in so of course the pitch for the first volume was like what happens when an outsider somebody who's no who is not adept to the to the to the urban lifestyle in like a sprawling cyberpunk utopia like what is their reaction like from the outside looking in and how they adapt to just such new and interesting surroundings mm-hmm. cool well if that interests you anyone please give it a check utopiadistrict.com slash fiction slash shadows and neon city and again we'll link that in the description and hopefully once the project is all done. We'll be able to package it up kind of nicely and distribute it somehow. That's uh, more of a maybe like a cohesive way of experiencing the project. Um, so yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that. Very excited. And so thank you so much, Caravale, for coming on the show, sitting down with us today. It's going to be a super fun time. Absolutely. Um, who else we got? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who else we got? DJ Non. What to say about DJ Non? I believe this is your first episode as well, right? Yeah, it is. Crazy, man. Crazy. So we go way back. Um, yeah. Last time I, I was Private on the Sweet. Private Sweet podcast ages ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I'm just thinking about like my earliest memory of you coming in and pitching luxury aesthetics online and and like look at where you are with it now it's like the best vaporwave show weekly show if you haven't heard of it please check it out every wednesday at 8 p.m is that right uh 8 eastern yeah eastern yes so 9 9 central maybe that's 10 eastern yeah it's it's 9 central that's where i live okay i got you yeah that's like it's the coolest shit and it's something the community really uh needs as a grassroots community that's uh hanging on for dear life you can kind of say you know like um especially when it comes to getting people that don't already know these artists and these sounds into it your project is paramount so thank you bro um if anyone doesn't know yeah it's a youtube show where dj non is a curation music curation highly um curated and very just well put together. Yeah, it's coming from a college radio pedigree. So I essentially am running a radio show on YouTube where it even has like, you know, the air breaks and stuff between songs where that I come on and talk like I'm the DJ and tell you about mm-hmm. the music you're hearing. 
And it's all about painting like a broad stroke across the community and getting all the smaller artists in there up next to the bigger artists, making uh, kind of mixes that have stories at the same time and hopefully really immersing people in, in the music. Absolutely, yeah. Like, especially when it comes to your the names that you give each stream and the picture you create for it because you do a different one each time. They're all so unique and I, it's so interesting to see how you kind of bring out the universe of each artist through your titles and pictures. Um, yeah, that's exactly my goal. Let alone the show itself, which is chef's kiss. So please check it out, Luxury Aesthetics Online on YouTube. And yeah. we will uh, link that in the description as well, uh, the show notes. And uh, where do pe people follow you? Or they you have a Twitter for just the show, right? Yeah, there's a DJ on Twitter where I pretty much just post updates on Luxury Aesthetics. And then, of course, subscribing on YouTube is the best way to get notifications about the videos. It's every two weeks I do the live streams and then in between I'll do specials where I do like a collab with someone and maybe like premiere an album mm -hmm. or release a special mix of theirs or do an interview. Mm -hmm. So that's the Hell kind of yeah. content you get. Hell yeah, so much content and a great uh, repository of content too, like a year's worth, probably over 50 videos now, right? Yeah, I'm actually, I've been doing luxury aesthetics for three years, I think now. So Holy I've got shit. 53 videos on the YouTube channel. And then I have all my college radio stuff archived and that's another like 40 episodes. So I'm probably coming up on a hundred like luxury aesthetics total. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Hell wow. yeah. Incredible, man. Awesome. And, uh, you know, great to have you on the team. You are instrumental and you have been from the beginning of Utopia District. Um, people probably don't see it too often if unless they're looking very closely but at the bottom of many of our articles on the website you'll see DJ not names name listed DJ non's name listed at the bottom under uh, editing credit copy editing and every one of our articles needs copy editing so it ends up being a lot of work for the guys and uh, we know we all we got to thank you so much because we need you <laughs> You know, and your work is uh, invaluable. Thank you. No problem. And yeah, so just core, core community, core Utopia District member from the beginning. And it's great to finally have you on the show. I appreciate the introduction. Hell yeah. Next up, we go in an alphabetical order so I don't screw this up here. We got G-Ban, G-Banus92. What up, what up? Hello. The Utopia District homie coming out um been here from the beginning i some of you listeners may already know him know his voice he's been on the show a few times but um our writing lead instrumental in every single piece of writing we have on the site that we've ever done um gban is directing that whole project uh, among many other things like um you know uh being basically my right-hand man throughout the year, or it's a little over a year now since we've been together at Utopia District, but like Late Night Lights website, uh, latenightlofi.com, check it out. Late Night Lights 2 coming up soon. Woo! Keep your eyes and ears peeled for that. That's going to be huge. But um, 
you know, all the writing that is involved with that and some of our physical merch we have coming up. Uh, the list goes on, you know, a big uh, decision maker at the team, uh, very important individual. So thank you, sir, for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, how's everything? Which, what, what you got? What you got going on? Uh, things are going pretty good. Trying to, or we have a huge backlog of awesome written content that's going to get onto the website eventually, um, which is pretty sweet that there's that much there's that there's too much writing almost i i wasn't expecting <laughs> that especially within a year um and then of course we're actively working on a best albums of the year article yes we get, which talk is, about that. should presumably be out before this i would think it's yes so you should, everyone listening should have already read it <laughs> if you didn't we'll include the link yeah, what's what's your problem, man? You ain't follow us on Twitter or something? <laughs> Double check <Yeah. laughs> and uh, make sure. A lot um, of but, a lot of fun writing stuff. I'm not really good at talking about myself, so <laughs> you know, none of us are. We don't. No one has to do it like often, <laughs> right? I was just watching a video on this. How like people will just like even your closest friends, your family your parents will kind of often just like let you go through life being like super weird. I don't know if we're getting <laughs> too off topic, but like we all have our quirks and the, the things we, we do that are in our own disinterest, you could, you could say. And, you know, we kind of just carry them through our life. And, you know, for me, I found when I was in high school, I was very by the book and strict and with my schedule. And I always woke up super early and like, I, I hated it every time, but I just knew that there was no other choice cause I was just so disciplined. And then it, through college, I kind of started getting lazy and developing all these bad habits. And now I really have no one to like set me straight now, <laughs> you know, and make sure I'm doing all the right things. Are you um, advocating for spanking? <laughs> no, that's what I or heard. Like setting up a fucking bank account. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> true. Yeah, hello. Yeah. Hold, hold on, hold on. Let's get back on subject. Spanking, pro or against? <laughs> right. <laughs> Let's have a whole podcast on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, don't spank your kids, folks. I was spanked like once, <laughs> maybe by my stepdad. I don't really remember it, but I don't think I enjoyed it. <laughs> Well, you didn't enjoy it then. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, daddy, roll more spanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Max, you make me think of the weird stuff. I love you, bud. Uh, why Why did we start talking about that? Um, because I said I'm not good at talking mistake. about myself, and then you were just like, hey, spanking, right? Oh, yes, yes. No, so we don't... Um, we don't learn how to look at ourselves, you know, listen to ourselves, whatever. That's That'll be the, the first tangent for the day. Um, anyway, bro, pleasure having you. Let's move it on. Malbert, let's do a hey, quick yeah. intro for you, my friend, even though you already had a little, little one. Uh, welcome to the team, one of our newest team members helping out with visual stuff. You mentioned Blender a little bit. Stoked to have you, bro. Thanks. Yeah, this is my, my second time being on the podcast. Yeah. 
Um, it's going to be, yeah. and it won't be your last. Hell yeah. <laughs> Sounds like And speaking of last, last but not least, Maximus. What up? What's up? What's going on, man? How you been, man? It's been a while. Dude, I have been all over the place. You've been <laughs> flying around the country. Yeah, working, pretty much. It sucks. Working. Yeah, yeah. you don't want to do it. <laughs> no, especially right now. Yeah, all my flights have been getting canceled lately, so. I'm yeah. Kinda, like hanging low this week. Yeah, chilling out. Well, thanks for being here, bro. Yeah, no worries, man. Episode. I'm nine. excited. I want to do it. Let's do this. Let's do it. All right. Well, without further ado, let's dive into the show. Um, <clears throat> first off, I just want to talk about some of our events that have passed and some merch we have available. Um, the Christmas special. Christmas just passed. If you're still feeling the Christmas vibe, please, first of all, check out utopiadistrict.com slash Christmas. It's our Christmas Vaporwave music repository. We didn't work too much on it this year. We were very busy, but we know a lot of great Vaporwave music came out. So we're certainly going to update it. If you had a Vaporwave album or song come out that is Christmas related, we do have a list going to add to the website link, utopiadistrict.com slash Christmas, uh, so we can get your song or album up there. And uh, we also did a Christmas special, something we've been working on for months and months, finally came to fruition and we got to watch it and see the fruits of our labor come together on December 23rd and we did a restream on Christmas Day. On Twitch and YouTube, it was a two hour nostalgic Christmas special featuring commercials, bumpers, and most importantly, brand new Christmas songs from 20 of your favorite Vaporwave artists and future funk artists and adjacent. Uh, it was a hell of an awesome time. Some of the best Christmas Vaporwave songs I've ever heard people put together for this thing. We cannot thank you enough. And we want to let everyone know if you haven't checked it out, first of all, please do. It's on our YouTube, and you can check it out on our Bandcamp page as well, just utopiadistrict.com slash Bandcamp, and that's where we're selling the VHS. And that is for sale uh, as an open pre-order until the 26th of January. So you've got about two and a bit weeks to secure your copy, and please do. It's going to be a great you know, yearly thing you can put on every Christmas, and it won't get old, and we really put a lot of work into it and so did the artists again some of these songs are hella hella good and then we also did a cassette for for the songs as well so the vhs has visual art you know all this awesome christmas stuff visually to go to mapped by the visual artists to the songs but then we have the songs themselves on cassette as well also available on open pre-order until january 26th so please check it out utopiadistrict.bandcamp.com and you'll you'll see it in there and you can listen to the album and get the link for the YouTube video which has the VHS uh, stream that you can rewatch and see if you actually like it um, okay what a mouthful <laughs> uh, I'll just you know what let me name some of the cool artists on here we got well first of all we got data girl with Merry Christmas this freaking song 
Holy shnikes, yo. It is the best crisp. You know what? We're going to play it. I'm going to play it. Just a little snippet of it. Um, uh, it just made all of us, like, we were so taken aback and blown away by this song when uh, we were sent it by Data Girl. So thank you so much, Data Girl. Check Data Girl out. Um, we'll link all of her socials in the description and of course all the other artists on this album too they really pulled out all the stops so uh just gonna play the song and then we'll we'll talk about the album real quick Hell yeah, thank you, Data Girl. Best fucking song. Please check it out. Uh, did you guys get a chance to check out the Christmas special when we aired it? Hell yeah. The, the first nice. Song. I know some of you were there. Saw some of you in the chat there. I kept it on in the background for a portion I was celebrating the holidays early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched it with my fam. They were like, what is this? <laughs> yeah no they they liked it it was a good actually a good opportunity to kind of bond over vaporwave and like explain what it is exactly and i made a couple of the visual edits as well so that was uh mostly what they only wanted to stick around for like my part of it you know even though i made the thing uh <laughs> yeah anyway great freaking album amazing christmas vapor album check it out uh open until january 26th okay um moving on we've got utopia district's favorite christmas favorite fucking albums of 2021 <laughs> favorite um, christmas as g mentioned earlier so you may have seen already we have an article out it is uh the vaporwave uh utopia district vaporwave communities favorite songs of 2021 a bunch of people just picked their favorite albums uh, albums rather albums uh favorite albums and talk a little bit about why it was their favorite and it's a great selection so check a couple albums out there that you haven't heard of and maybe you'll be in for a little bit of a treat um, and thank you again, everyone that participated in that. It was very, very cool to have a lot of the community members and people, you know, that aren't on the team, quote unquote, um, involved in that as well and get some of their perspective and see some albums I hadn't heard of. Um, Coolio. So any 
thoughts or comments on all of that, y'all, before we move it along? If I, uh, if if I you could say... Re- and if you have, read it again. Of course. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I only say that... You know, I, I probably put this in my own two cents for the article, but I just cannot stress enough that even though I chose uh, 3D Blast, if, if Faith and Persona had come out earlier in the year, mm-hmm. I've been listening <laughs> to that same. all the time. 24-7. Yeah. That's kind of always the weird thing with, like, you know, year reviews of something. Anything that comes out in December, kind of, it either gets screwed or it becomes the only thing people can remember. <laughs> yeah. It, it it doesn't have enough time to gestate the way something that would be your favorite from early in the year would. Ooh, so you either love it too much or you don't love it enough and you don't know which it is because it's too recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a strange phenomenon. Gestate. What does that mean exactly? I like that. The the definition of gestate? Please. Uh, I mean, it's generally a tied, tied to like bugs and that, I think, but just like a, a life cycle growth. Ah, I think it's egg related like specifically. Like yeah, develop over a long Developing period. Developing when yeah. you're on the way to hatching or something. That's a cool one. That's a cool one. I like new words. I mean, I technically, the first definition keep that is about vocabulary going, carrying you know? a fetus to term, but you know, well, it's also to have something develop for a long time. But yeah, I read that part it's, also. I was not referring to it biologically. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. That's yeah. Isn't that how you guys all listen to music? You you. Stated and carry it to term. Touche. That would apply to the people that maybe the people making the music gestation would apply. They're the ones that are carrying that music to term. I'm nodding while I'm sipping. I was muted while I laughed, but I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah. Um. Shouts out 3D Blast, yo. Right. Absolutely. Fucking Randy, number one homie, running that free samples all the time. Man, that must take so much time and energy and to keep to keep it consistent. Uh doesn't do it that much, I guess, but you know, it's a lot. Uh check it out, free samples. It's a hell of a time. Uh, we'll link uh 3D Blast's Twitch in the show notes for you. Um but yeah, with that, let's move it on. Um, next up, let's talk about that freaking weekend song that just came out. I don't know if y'all have seen it. I put it in uh, one of these channels I here. Thought it was an know. album, isn't it? An album? No, it's a track. Yeah, maybe he's. Oh god, if he's doing a whole album. I thought he oh dropped a god. whole album already. He probably just dropped an album, but yo, yo, like today, he just put out a song called "Out of Time." That's, oh my God, it's it's seriously, I guess he bought the rights to Midnight Pretenders, a classic city pop song by Tomomo, Tomaho, I think, Tomaho Iran, something like that. Trauma in my life 
like it's, he's just singing over it like the singing's not terrible i guess but it's just like to me it's just the shits all over city pop because it's in right now and he knows he's a genius right he's making all this he has a million writing credits as we're talking about join up the utopia district discord everyone we're having awesome awesome convos about this stuff all the time in uh, some of the channels there we'll put the discord link in the description but yeah we were talking about this in uh one of the channels and man it's like at least drop that it's you know city pop artists track like that instrumental is banging everyone knows it you know we've sampled it a billion times over in vaporwave that's why we all love it and it's just like it's disingenuous i feel like and as someone in his position i feel like he's almost like not a mentor but he's just everywhere and he's so big that he has a duty to to do shit right you know so yeah and, and i was talking about how it reminds me of how kanye west sampled harder better faster stronger by daft punk and just made his own version and he rapped over it uh, the artist and song are credited on the album by by weekend yeah Mokoran is credited on composer lyricist uh and the song is lyricist. mentioned by name so hold up so the album's out already uh, I think so. Yeah. This looks like the official writing credits here. Don FM. Uh, that's that's what we're talking about. Oh, Don FM. Okay. The the track credits do lister on the song. Well, well we no go. one's no one's gonna know that. It's that's cool. He wrote it, but still, I don't know. Uh, that's the only way that. I mean, most songs that get sampled aren't going to be credited beyond that, especially for mainstream music. I think because this sample is so famous, you know, like it, like. It predates, of course, the weekend. Like, city pop yeah. has had its resurgence because, like, in small part to vaporwave, but also just because of a general like zeitgeist shift. That it's 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 kind of you know people are gonna know, or if you're in the know, now you know. It's not gonna be like an unknown thing, you know. Yeah, I don't know. That just rubbed me the wrong way. But I just I, I was actually we're listening be to coming it. out here defending it. <laughs> uh, out of time so is what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I just started that. I was like, and, and yeah, that the instrumental of Meteor is just like, whoa, <laughs> hold on here. That. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like she heard that before. She maybe like gave the okay, but you know, this song came out in like what eighty two. Uh, I, sure. I, I, don't, I don't know when it came out but it's like yo write your own shit you're like a genius why can you not or if you're going to use that make it a bigger part of it feature the artist do something like what night tempo is doing i don't know yeah, I, I, mean, I don't really my hot see take. it as a problem especially you, you, you should have seen a musician like on. for that size this this kind, that kind of sampling happens all the time with just as much fanfare as is happening in this uh, particular instance. Where they instance. just take the song? I don't know. If, maybe. Well, it, it, you said he licensed it. That's not taking it. Yeah, well, the whole song. I mean, he's not sampling it. He's playing the original song. Oh, I, I, it, right? I, I haven't listened to the album yet. I thought you just meant he took elements of it. No, he's, it's the same song, exactly. That's a little without, different. Without Tahoma's without or Tomoho's. What the fuck is your name? I got to get Mocha, this right. I think. Tomoko, yeah, Tomoko, there it is. Tomoko Iran. Um, Without her 
singing. He put his own like rap over it. Right, but, it. but didn't you He's also say that it. he like he also like paid paid her for it? Like he he did license it. So yeah. So yeah, as long her as agents solid. were probably like, all right, that's cool. But yeah. it doesn't, that doesn't incorporate the, the importance of history and all that. It's just like, uh, he might not, I don't know. If he just heard it and was like, that's a cool song. I don't know. He doesn't necessarily have to care about the history of it either though. No, he owes it to her. I think even though he paid paying an agent, isn't the same as, giving um a, an homage or like showing paying respects in a way like, is this is, is she even alive sure but i i don't know that liking something necessarily mandates that you have to revere it just because it's important uh here's a no, here's a good to, example pay respects to it though that's why it's credited uh, though i mean how about uh the golden girls theme that was written by Andrew Gold. It wasn't really. Yeah. His version the of the song version. is bad, though. It's <laughs> different. <laughs> I, I legitimately don't like his <laughs> version of it. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Like, uh, the video is hilarious, I think. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> also, to. Uh, He's like a uh... skinny faced Wolverine. Like, <laughs> it's funny. I but was... I don't know. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, right. Kanye, well, going back to the Kanye thing, uh, Daft Punk knew about it and they were stoked on it and they collabed with Kanye after. So, you know, maybe we'll see a collab. I doubt it. <laughs> that's my that's my rant for the day, uh, folks. All right. I, I, I think it's totally fine. A lot of, a lot of artists cover other You're musicians' fine. songs and a lot of people will not. That's not a cover, know. bro. No, I'm saying a lot of people do covers and people listening to those artists have no idea that they were already songs before. That's true, but More it's like it's like in that. the name of the song of the title. It's gonna say cover in brackets. Not always. Yeah, not always. It's touche, uh... touche. But you gotta. City pop is just too special to fuck around with. I don't know. Um, that's it's a, like that's a slippery a huge slope. If part we get to everything of... being too hollowed to touch, unless you do like a hundred of something. I don't know if I like yeah. that. I'm just looking for a perfect world, I guess. I would say, and I guess to, to Indy's previous point, uh, Tomoko is alive. She is 63 years old, but hey. um, also it would be one thing if the weekend was doing it this entire, like if it was like a theme album of like city pop homages and whatnot, similar to, yeah. to all that. But it seems like, and I'm just kind of, hopping around this dawn fm it seems to be just kind of a general like out of yeah, time so like why did he take it kind of why do you even use it just well, like he, uh, he definitely for this i wrote all the other songs but this one we just got real lazy with that one and we didn't have time so we just took it or is the sample too good to to not take we and, a and why why that sample like is he a city pop fan I, I, I would uh, be shocked. So many if he questions. Wasn't. Well, doesn't want. I'm pretty sure One O Tricks Point Never is one of the producers on the album. Could come from there too. On the weekend album. Oh yeah, yeah I, I think, think the I heard entire that. album. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I heard that. And One O Tricks Point Never did the music for Uncut Gems, which the weekend is in too. So there's a pre-established relationship there. So his roots That's to vaporwave true. do exist. That's true. 
I was going to say maybe the weekend is just a huge kind of like vaporwave community stand with like blinding lights taking like synth wave now yeah. city pop what's the, he, maybe he'll do a future yeah, he's punk just song. it's a cash he's just taking like I've, I've seen some music videos recently too where he, it's like very vaporwave looking and like it's just like uh, everyone's okay, jumped we, on we that know one. vhs is a cash grab like that nostalgia lo-fi you know shot on film kind of look or shot on shitty camcorder or whatever and it's kind of getting old. isolation like, feels more like a trend yeah fad it's like becoming what synthwave turned into or outrun like yeah and it's uh it's not good it's not good it's it is what it is. I, I, I have a running theory with just kind of the cycles of nostalgia that happen because, like, I was kind of reminded this, you know, from, like, you know, older family members and whatnot who have nostalgia for... This is going to take some setup. So so if you're nostalgic for the 80s, you're actually nostalgic for, like, romanticized version of the 80s because if for you sure. actually lived in the 80s, uh, it was more like the 50s because of, like, you know... At, aesthetic wise and like you know because because it kind of had its own kind of actual where it wasn't the in in the world like chronologically like the 80s mm. did not look like what people romanticized the 80s to be at all um yeah it's just that's we see it through advertisements and publications and glorified films right 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 but then my my bigger point here is that if you Net right now are nostalgic for the eighties. You're actually nostalgic for the nineties because kids in the nineties grew up with stuff in the eighties. Because like the nineties had its it had its own aesthetic mm-hmm. closer to the early two thousands and late nineties. Uh, we still had just a lot of eighties stuff left over that us that nineties kids had to play with and whatnot. So that's kind of where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's almost like a like a delayed nostalgic like gap of so like oh no it, whatever true. time period you're nostalgic for is actually a romanticized version of like something previous you know what i mean i absolutely agree and i have the same feeling like i'm born in 99 um so i have some nostalgia for stuff from the 90s just because it still remained in the early 2000s and mid 2000s exactly so like um an example i like to think of is like mm-hmm. when i was growing up and i'm like and i'm 92 I'm born in 1992 i'm not actually 92 <laughs> <laughs> but um you know uh, a song that i always listened to just because of my fan like you know on car rides was like um time after time and that came out in the 80s because it was by the time i was a kid it was like easy listening always on the radio kind of thing but it wasn't like a new hit it was just everywhere that's just kind of the the residue of the 80s was all over like the 90s for the most part mm-hmm. yeah same with uh, the, the 2000s, 2000s. Dude. <laughs> same. dude that's yeah. crazy it's, it's actually basically the same the same with the 2000s um which proves to the point even more oh yeah yeah i a great example of this is, is Pokemon with my brothers. Like I grew up, of course I, I grew up with like the inception of Pokemon and whatnot. And like, oh, yeah. when I was a teenager and my brothers who were like 10 years younger were, were I was like when heart gold and soul silver came, I was like, 
you know, they were asking me like, yeah, man, like, how do I, how do I do this thing? It's like, these kids, they don't even know Pokemon. Wait, why not? Hold on now. <laughs> you don't even know what a Bulbasaur is. Yeah, you don't know is. about Missing Gnome, bro? <laughs> right. You know Missing Gnome? Psh, get that crap out of here. Lukey. You don't know the Pokemon rap? <laughs> oh, God. I saw a dope video today of um, the original singer of this Pokemon song. Pokemon. Yeah. Um doing a like an Instagram selfie video thing of a mm-hmm. live performance of that song and it was like holy shit that like made me shiver of like nostalgia joy. Check it out. <laughs> Maybe we'll link it. But yeah, he's such a good singer and I don't know, just on the subject of Pokemon. I mean, try going back and watching some of the movies. Oh, recently goodness. they're uh, 2000 yeah they're really bad <laughs> it's but yeah you didn't know Pokemon 2000 like... has a song in it that is legitimately beautiful and i don't think i i knew like i recognized the melody and remembered it but i was like i never realized how pretty that is he Can cried that yeah i'll grab it i mean for Should god's sakes uh, yeah, another... everybody only went to that movie to get that mew card yeah, that Mew card. I still have I that. Card. And that wasn't that. That was the first movie. I still want this. Hold up, hold that up. Was... What was Jim Carrey's role in the Weekend album? He's he's doing like, like spoken word stuff on it. I think. Okay. I think. Kind of like a uh, Bill Nye, British actor, not scientist man, was on an, a Kaiser Chiefs album. Hmm. I think gotcha. it's something like that because it was like a spoke. It was like a wartime poet poem that he read at the end of their album. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I think this is the right one. Lugia theme. Like the Fuck melody yeah, is so bro. great, and I was just like, "Oh, what?" All right, let me try this again. See if this works.
Damn, that's nice. Audience members, begin your Pokemon 2000 playthrough <laughs> now. Now. <laughs> that's how you get through. That's how you do like a, a live radio show and get around copyright. You just have silence and it's just like, play uh, <laughs> Plastic Love now. <laughs> you just, you, you just, just heard. say out loud that Alexa should play something. Damn, that's a beautiful song, man. It stood way out because the movie is not good. And it was just like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. This is way too good for this. Beautiful. And I was kind of excited to rewatch it. That The Pokemon 2000 was my favorite as a kid. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to watch this. Wow, I should have waited longer. <laughs> yeah, for me, it was Pokemon three like the Entei one with the unknown I think that was the only one because I because I owned it on video cassette oh I had that on VHS too uh, mm. so that was the one I, I held closely to my to, to me in my childhood I had to like go over to a neighbor's house to watch the other like two but I had <laughs> the third one that one was mine <laughs> three was the last one I saw in theaters a one, two, and three in the movie theater, and then then I was done shortly afterwards. So good. I had the I watched the first Pokemon movie on VHS too, but I remember when I had to go to the library and pick it up there. Mm. Um, <laughs> and I watched it with my with my best friend, and I still remember that he he fell asleep oh. when <laughs> the the most tense part. What's happening? <laughs> like where where Ash turns to stone? Oh, oh yeah. And, yep. <laughs> and my friend fell asleep. You're there just yeah. sobbing. Well, I mean that probably just. <laughs> and I never returned it to the library. I, I I remember like turning turning to him and like you seeing this and he <laughs> he, he just, and he was not he seeing slept. this. <laughs> he was not seeing that. That was, was probably dreaming. just his cue that the movie was over. Like, oh, main protag is dead, and the movie's over then, I guess. I'll just go <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Makes sense to me. Yeah, we done. Good times. So, um, in Vaporwave news, we have... Anyone check out that new Vectroid? I have not. It's on my oh, to-do list. Vectroid? Oh, Jeepers, y'all been naughty this year so far. We're going to tell Santa. Vectrade's not really my sound, if I'm being completely honest. It's, it depends on the album, maybe, but like for me, for even. But yeah, this one's very dissonant. For anyone that didn't see, it's uh, her return uh, to the F Prism Fuji. Genesis or Fuji Grid TV series. Mm -hmm. With Fuji Grid TV X, I think it was called. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, check it out. Um, it's just uh, incredible to see. Like you know, for a couple of years there, we all probably thought that Ramona was just um, over vaporwave. Yeah. You know, especially after the whole o OESB yeah. bullshit. Yeah. So give it a give it a listen, and uh, if you haven't, of course, check out all of Vectroid's other work. And I, I know she said she was returning to, like, Vapor, her classic Vapor stuff in general. I think she said she was returning to Prism Corp. Did, did anyone catch that? That, I, I didn't hear that. Am that I is more my no? speed. 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. It took me a few tries to get into like Sick and Panic from like her Macintosh to Plus Return. So, oh yeah, I couldn't. I still can't. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, that came out in 2019. It's been what December 2019. So it's been over two years now since that came out. And she said she had like the album pretty much ready then. So I'm really curious what's going on on the macintosh plus side of things now mm-hmm. was that, are we gonna get so that? It, was, it was mac plus then not not prism um yeah that was for the mac plus i don't know if she's doing prism corp as well i wouldn't be surprised if she flitted over to something else for a while instead i was sick yeah there's just a lot of weight like in releasing that. a mac plus album oh fucking right bro like holy shit right um speaking of that actually it brings me to uh, another topic i had Uh, just uh, for the merch market um, section of the show. And that is where we talk about physicals. And there's, there's an album that came out in 2010, I think by Mega Ran. You guys know Mega Ran? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Sweet. Um, Yeah. He's kind of like a video game, like rapper. And he made a viral album in 2010 called Black Materia based off of Final Fantasy VII lore and story. And it's a brilliant, brilliant piece of music. The live stream is what we live and what we learn through. The live stream, when you pass away and you return to. The live stream, my cycle nearing completion. Each and every evening, I can hear it breathing. The live stream. It's what we live and what we learn through the life stream. When you pass away and you return to the life stream, my cycle never completion. Each and every evening, I can hear it breathing. The life stream. This is the life stream, and this is my life stream. I admit it's the vaccine. Now, my vision is widescreen, but my liver was crime scene. Man, Shimmer was my team since I was like 19, but I'm just trying to find peace. So, I'm in the night sheen, just like I've been dry clean, press, watching the time leave. It's like a divine beast, just massive. The energy they consume, the power that they pursue, the planet that they pollute, it's just reckless. My nightmares are on repeat. I see the lies they put in jeopardy, just to feast. And it's dangerous to go alone, but I prefer. In a cold world, sometimes you gotta rock a fur. Make a decision that'll likely be unpopular. I lost a friend, I made a promise I would ride for her. Sadness was the price to see it end. All the comrades and fam I never see again. And all the precious resources we guarded like a fortress. Our planet used to be so gorgeous. I dream of victory, fanfare, and facing what I ultimately can't bear. As I put this damp air into my lungs, trying to survive in the slums till the chosen day comes. And the battle is won for the life stream.
basically the new album came out and it's been 10 years later 10 year anniversary on the album the last song he kind of talks about the struggle of living in your own shadow like that and putting out an album that you just you can't you couldn't do justice re-releasing um it was just that time and a place kind of thing and i just uh, for any final fantasy 7 fans out there i wanted to just bring it up because the vinyls almost sold out if you want to pick up a copy i actually had to get mine on amazon because i couldn't find it on any canadian or like even american uh website it's like getting pretty low um, did you get it first party like on amazon it's, it's, out on their band camps sold out on their band camps for example and other sites like light, light in the attic and whatever uh what'd you say how'd you get it on amazon through a seller or first party like through amazon first party I, oh yeah amazon just has it in stock oh. yeah there was only six left though like i bought it like a week ago um yeah check it out black materia the remake by mega ran and game chops and speaking of Final Fantasy VII Vinyl, there's actually another one that just came out that's kind of funny by Game Chops. Um, he's the guy that does like Pokemon and Chill or Mario and Chill, if oh. you guys saw those albums. So this one's Chocobo and Chill. And uh, it's pretty, pretty freaking dope. I think it might, like, it's not written anywhere that I can see, but it's kind of similar to the black materia album like some of the instrumentals and stuff um so i wonder like how they relate in that sense but uh yeah rifty beats chocobo and chill check it out um yeah so those are the two physicals i wanted to talk about um any other vaporwave news what's been going on in the scene lately I mean, you touched on the biggest uh, stuff for sure. Yeah. New new Astro Mega. Astro Mega. Who's that? Uh, he does like um, Vapor Hop kind of stuff. Astro Mega Music. Yeah, I know this. Excuse me. He had a uh, Channel Oh, 10. Channel 20. Yes. Yeah, Channel awesome. 20 just got announced. That that I'm excited for. That is cool, man. Um, When's it come out? on the 9th okay so maybe out by the time it's tomorrow yeah <laughs> maybe out already hell yeah that is super cool i will say also that uh still haven't gotten to it but it just was dropped new infinite infinity frequencies yes no physical at least yet but hell yeah new infinity frequencies man that's amazing because he what was it 2018 when he released between two worlds between something what was it uh yeah, it was between two worlds two worlds um, and this one is like oh man i've listened to it like 10 times already i love this fucking album it reminds me a lot of a caretaker series it's got a class very classical feel to it right, right. um yeah check out check out uh, ex exit simulation uh computer gaze i think is his band camp right computer gaze i believe so i found uh, it just on the channel surfing youtube channel infinity. also yeah uh, computer dash gaze.bandcamp.com oh yeah of course youtube as well but of course you can support the artist and pay um and buy it if you want to actually help them out financially um and we'll link that in the description too and um 
they're uh, actually i shouldn't talk about it yet i uh something's coming out and i i i'm featured on it for like a tiny little bit and i'm kind of excited uh so yeah keep uh <laughs> we'll expect that to happen sometime um what else we got in the news uh desert sand released that physical only tape on no problema oh, yeah. and Hiraith. i bought it today on Hiraith. nice because catcorp tweeted like only two left yeah <laughs> when i went to buy it it was sold out so he must have added a couple <laughs> A couple stock yeah but then i know i saw it was on no problema as well so i grabbed it there yeah makes more sense for you to grab it on no problema yeah well i'm in canada so it's yeah, they pretty close to the u.s they increased um, their shipping rate i think a little bit because it was a little more pricey to get here i think it cost me 28 canadian dollars for that tape for shipping like total the including the tape oh yeah and usually it's okay. more like 20. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or even yeah, like maybe it's something something similar for me. Sixteen, because um, I'll ship my shit to the U.S. sometimes and just pick it up from there because I'm close to the border. Mm-hmm. Um, also makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes. And then I can get that media mail. If you are this close to the U.S., yeah. I mean, for me, it would obviously not make any no. sense. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, shipping from Brazil to wait, are they in Chile or Brazil? I think Brazil. Brazil, no problema. I should know that. That's embarrassing. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry. North Carolina. They they wrote on their on their band camp. North Carolina. I must. They must have changed that. I mean, they must be selling. Um, I think. I out think of the you States can just now. put in any location you have there, because um, I think Sky Too High. Um, has something like New York City or something. Oh, you can, Tokyo. yeah, yeah. My, I have a secret project where I don't put. Canada. Even though Sky Too High is located in Germany. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, Chile, Santiago, Chile. Yeah, they they have their digital That's label with the right. But they place. must have a shipping fulfillment center in. Oh, I must. Have, yeah, okay, that makes sense. I must have gone to that band camp. Coolio, cool. Yeah, Infinity Frequencies is awesome. Um, yeah, most one of the the most exciting things for me last year was um, to have a feature track on the latest album by Sky Too High. Oh, by Sky, yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, this it it was um, a lot of fun working with them. Congrats! And, yeah, he's a hell of a dude. And the the whole album is pure vapor, um, with some acid elements, I'd say. Mm. Um, it's really good. Crazy. And you know when that comes out? Uh, it's out already. Oh, okay. Weren't you just talking about? Oh, it must have been. Oh, maybe it was Sagito. Someone on the Discord was talking about getting a track on something. Sorry, I was confused. Yeah, but yeah, that's I, dope, I, man. I will drop a link to the album. But yeah, yeah, so hell yeah. Check it out. Wait, why don't we just play your song? Um, good question. Pressure's on. <laughs> Do you want to play it? I can play it. Well, I just I, have to find an aux chord. And no, I mean, we'll like we'll. I'll just cut it into the show. Like we'll just play oh, it now on our sure. own. Okay, we can do that. Your imagination. So I posted the link. <laughs> I posted the link into our operations okay. channel. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Let me. Let's take a little listen, folks, to 
Mallbirds feature on Sky Too High's new album. What song is it? What number? Um, 12. Hey, there we go. All right. That's got like a drum bass jungle feel to it. Yeah, I'm digging it. Very Half-Life 2. That makes sense to anyone. Hell yeah. I only played Half-Life 1. That's a mistake. (laughs) What are you using, a TV3? Um... He's using the TD3. I'm using an MC303. It's from the 90s gotcha. by Roland. I'm surprised yours still works. <laughs> they all died? Oh, the drives go bad. Hey, here's a drop. Woo! We're dancing out here. Dope, man. Well, we'll uh, fade it out as we continue to talk. Yeah, check out the whole album, folks. Skytohigh.bandcamp.com, and we'll link it up in the description. Um, cool, cool, cool. So we got some events coming up, some vaporwave events. Latin All Stars is happening again. Woo! You all remember Latin All Stars was um. I think it was on Halloween. It was massive. Yeah, it was like 48 hour nonstop show. There was so just many over people a year on ago. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I'm just on their Twitter right now. Something is happening again. Latin All Stars. Reglas de Envio del Set. <laughs> people are going to fucking slay me. My Spanish is no good. It's no bueno. <laughs> Any, it's no bueno. Yeah. It's so bad, I couldn't even think of that, that one. Any Latin origin artist can join. Set duration, 30 minutes. Visuals included. I imagine to do your own visuals. I don't, maybe not. Uh, only accepting submissions through this email address. Do not send through DM. Deadline, January 31st. So check out allstars underscore Latin on Twitter if you are a Latin American artist and want to participate in this show. It was fucking huge, and this one's probably going to be just as big. And uh, follow them on Twitter as well. Uh, we'll link it in the, in the description. And there's a couple other shows to... I imagine that show is going to be online. But we have some IRL shows coming up. Vapor Rave, February 26th in Brooklyn. Um, being thrown by George at 100% Electronica. That is featuring Picture Plane, Equip, Orograph and Vitesse X, Vitesse X, I'm sorry, hosted by George, and uh, it's in Brooklyn, New York, on the 26th of February. Check it out. I saw a really cool poster. Oh, man, All Hell Breaks Loops got the posters, man. 
the 29th, January 29th. No, January 9th. Virtual Memory 29. January 9th, that is tomorrow. So, may have already happened. We'll see uh, when I get this thing edited by. But uh, give Pacific Plaza Records a follow on Twitter and All Hell Breaks Loops to uh, stay on top of when they're doing their events. Also, utopiadistrict.com slash events. Although it's a little bit out of date, we need to get that uh, whipped back into shape. But um, yeah, check that out. Uh, cool, cool. Live events happening in the vapor scene. We got uh, another album. U.S. Golf has just been pumping out gold lately, bro. Like, nonstop. He just did another album the other day. I'm really digging it. Called Vices. And it's a GTA Vice City uh, concept album. Pretty dope. Check it out. usgolf95.bandcamp.com um great stuff yeah i love his his, he also did a return to his like classic sound with um adult dc golf um check that one out on his band camp too really really good really good um cool so uh anyone got any discussion topics or anything they wanted to chit chat about while we're all here uh you already talked about that new uh weekend album that has the song hey <laughs> yeah you yeah. missed it bro <laughs> bro that's insane though i called it for you midnight pretenders never thought i'd see the day yeah yeah that's pizza here predicted it that that weekend would pull some weird vapor knockoff kind of thing soon and sure he, he sure did um yeah um just trying to Give people a little bit of space to chat on the show here. Don't want it to be all me. That That is mostly the things I wanted to bring up on the show today. So we can just kind of free, free form it from here. Uh, Endless Waters, dope-ass cassette drop on Geometric Lullaby. Um, it was like a box set. Looking pretty sly. If you're into uh, like slush wave and telepath kind of sounding stuff definitely good check that out Gia lullaby release i don't believe it i never had <laughs> yeah <laughs> this is the third of those box sets how many are they doing again are they doing four that's the third one the glaciology hasn't shipped yet i don't think yeah i remember him saying that there was like a certain number of these ready to go and there was like four or maybe maybe five mm. maybe it was just three but there might be one more of those coming mm-hmm yeah, it's yeah, really keep... interesting to see well, who he picks to get the big box set because like it started off with Asutenki and then like it's kind of been getting like a bit more obscure I think so mm-hmm. which is per- which is awesome because his label is like you know he, he can actually get a lot of attention to smaller artists like that yeah um, yeah at Glaciology in this one and yeah, I don't I haven't heard of what the f- next one is going to be but I think there is one yeah Oh, oh, sorry. I just googled something. Apparently, Weekend did debt. He bought the licensing. Yeah, the and he did credit the original writers on the new song. Man, you you missed it. We already talked about it. Oh yeah, <laughs> damn. That's good though. That's good that he did that at least. Dude, you're gonna be at an H and M in a week here in the fucking Midnight Pretenders. 
Yeah. <laughs> Midnight Pretenders. <laughs> That's the name of the song. Yeah, you're going to hear that. Like, because yeah. he did, didn't mix it up really, right? It's pretty much no, the original. No. So you're yeah, going to hear exactly. that at, like, shopping for shoes somewhere. That'd be crazy. <laughs> and no oh, one heck yeah. Shopping for shoes, actually. Shoe carnival. Shopping for shoes sounds like a microwave <laughs> track, honestly. That's your new track, Indy. Shopping for shoes. On my uh, Mall soft. Midnight at the Coles Shoe Department. Shopping for shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for some K-Swiss. Midnight at Lowe's. Another Lowe's album? We can't do another Lowe's album. Home Depot. Do we have a Home Depot album? Topin, like, topin them chucks. That, has that been done? Maybe. Let's. Did they do a Home Depot one after they did that Lowe's one? How about some Midwestern representation? Let's do Menards. <laughs> where, my, where, where my Midwestern peeps have no Menards. Yeah, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I've never okay. heard of it either. Another. Do you got like, Reno? Reno? What's the one we have? Hardware store kind of thing. There is a really good um, Zeller's one. Like Zellers. really, really fucking good. Yeah, it's like one of the best. Um, yeah, you gotta make a sequel to this. What is it called? Imagine a track <laughs> called um, <laughs> Grabbing Goodies at Goodwill. Goodwill Sam Goody. Like you know. <laughs> I just Real found back. Sam Goodies, you're really betraying your age on that one. Oh. <laughs> I just found Home Depot God. By Lil Bleach. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's Probably really some, bad, but it's great. Some it's great because it's so trash bad. rap, right? Oh, I was thinking of nineteen ninety five Zellers. Those are the best songs. Family Restaurant is the album name. Do a whole album of like Zellers. discontinued probably is like a half, half a dozen of those where it's like dead sellers where it's like oh it's a track about walden books or <laughs> borders did you guys have zellers in the states I'm pretty sure i can't recall i know of zellers so i would assume i don't know why i would otherwise yeah. it's really popular here yeah big time oh man he had an album on elemental 95 1995 zellers i'll have to check that one out Back to songs that are so bad that they're really good. Um, I think that's why I listen to Atari Teenage Riot, mm. which is like digital hardcore. Um, yeah, for sure. Absolute contrast of Vaporwave. While Vaporwave is mostly slow and relaxing, digital hardcore is not. Right. <laughs> it's fast and loud. It's good and for I've time and place, seen them you know, live. like that uh, um, PC music kind of style. Yep. Yeah, I think the the funniest part about um, digital hardcore is when you show it to people and they are... I, I showed it once to my dad and he was like, the fuck you listening to? My dad showed me Young Lean and I was blown away. Is it anything like... Yeah, I can imagine. Is it anything like noise music? Like Mayor's Bound and whatnot? Um, it gets kind of close, so... N- Noise music, but as techno thing. Hmm. Nice. Yep. Yeah, it's 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 enjoyable though. I had a friend of mine who was like a a burgeoning uh burgeoning DJ and had tried to get me into all kind. And by back in the day, I meant like mid aughts. Like we're talking, you know, peak. Like you're driving me to like happy hardcore, grindcore, all these cores. <laughs> Terror core. Oh, all those cores are nasty, though. 
it was such it was just such a like spectrum like to me like i used to uh, here's a funny story just quickly sorry to interrupt sure sure go ahead uh i used to have a lot of bands right mm-hmm. and one of the bands um the album i was writing with that band still an album i'm writing to this day actually and it'll come out someday it's a metal album but i called it multi-core <laughs> <laughs> oh i don't think i even know this one it's uh eli valis oh okay, okay yeah or like uh probably probably a different name now but um yeah <laughs> it was like uh pretty funny was it gonna be like multiple that like all the genre different toys exactly it's like every core blended together right. just kind of like a joke of like every genre kind of like between the buried and me how they'll have like a hoedown part yeah. in the middle of their song that's <laughs> what makes <laughs> them great yeah exactly yeah we played bt bam at a fucking country place before like oh that, <laughs> at the bar yeah in like, sable beach ontario that was great. They had it on the jukebox there. Or yeah, oh, wait, it was were, like Spotify or something connected. It was to like it. one of those digital, yeah, digital uh, jukeboxes that right. has songs updated, so they don't know. They're used to listen to like Nickelback and shit. Look at this graph. No. <laughs> <laughs> just as I as my eyes just go like, just I'm not looking at the graph. Opposite directions. I just refuse to acknowledge this graph. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The teacher is like, look at this graph while you're sleeping. <laughs> I'm not looking at the graph. Where did this even begin? Like, like the whole hating Nickelback thing. Because even when I was growing up, I it was like, some... I only ever thought of it as just okay. Like, and I don't. I saw a video. Uh, you you know Channel Five. Yeah, yeah. Andrew Callahan yeah. or whatever. Like that guy. Yeah, he one of his videos. I think it was the the Daytona Beach, this new Daytona one. He asks a guy, "Why does everyone hate Kyle Bush?" And he says, "Same reason everyone hates Nickelback." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because the internet says so. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that Talladega was wild. That dang internet taking away our freedoms. I mean. If we were to like goddamn American rice. If we were to dogmatically hate any one band like Nickelback, like man, that's like saying you hate white bread or like the color white, you know? Just like, man, <laughs> I get it, but also like and <laughs> just I mean like white the bomber. least popular thing right now is like white man, right? So Van Fleet. I guess. <laughs> cis, cis white man. It's because he took Avril Lavigne. He took her. He gave her that lime. He took her and locked her in her in his basement. She's back though, man. She's bringing that pop punk sound back. Have it's you pretty, seen the Britney Spears videos? Good, I mean, actually. she looks kind of unhinged. If you see her. Oh wait, because right, she got released by her dad or yeah, whatever. the conservatorship, and now she's like, she made one. Wait, can you swear on this? Yeah. She made one video Fucking on, on yeah. Instagram where she's like showing, trying to show her. Um, she has tattoos right above her vagina, like these two little stars. 
and she's showing them, and she's like, "Fuck pussy bitch, fuck pussy bitch, fuck 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 Ugh. pussy." Bitch. So fuck she's like, "No, Brittany." So I just cycle. now she just take swear. me back to Santa. Can't you hear me? Christmas time song, dude. No, she was okay. like, <laughs> I guess now she's like free, right? So she's like fully, yeah. like losing. She's going, it on that. she's going Nikki hard, bro. Right. And her eyes, she looks and like she's what, what's drugged. the girl? Um, uh, Billie Eilish style. Well, she's really young. Billie Eilish is really young. Still, yeah. If I can, can we also drop hot takes on this podcast? Drop a hot take here. Oh, of course. Oh yeah. So always. everyone is like all up and all up in like celebration for this free Britney stuff, and it's all well and good. You know, we talk about a lot of important issues. Give it like less than five years, those same people will be the same type of people that drove Britney insane like the first time. Like these stands, mm, basically, are just as unhinged as she is. They it, we, we will come back. Time is a flat circle when it comes to Britney's tears. <laughs> <laughs> a hinge needs oil. No, you're right. You're definitely right. Yeah. At some point, the hinge will crazy get squeaky. Yeah, you you probably have a point. Especially if she espouses like anything slightly conservative, then they'll just drop her like. Now she's the enemy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, true. It's gonna switch That's up on a switch it up on you so fast they won't even know they switch it up on maybe, you. So maybe maybe she gets even uh, to a point like Grimes where she sends satanic signals. Uh, Grimes, oh my god. Elon, Are you tell me you didn't pick up on the yeah, satanic imagery of "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." It's full of full of satanic imagery. Oof. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, there's a viral vid going around right now of making fun of Elon's attempt to fix traffic. Oh, really? What is it? With his underground tunnels thing. <laughs> it's, it's this hilarious video of like, shoo, 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 we're gonna speed it up, shoo, all this above ground traffic, now fuck that, we're going underground, and then cut to the, just stuck in traffic underground, like in the tunnel oh. where you can't get out, thousand cars in front of you, like complete disaster. Like, Jesus Christ, stuck. I would not want to be stuck down there. I got claustrophobia. No fucking way that's happening. Memes that have come out yeah, of that. Yeah, there's an accident down there. Just been yeah, exactly. Like, dude, it's like miles of you're just under in a tube, metal tube. Like, oh, man, it scares me real bad. Plane, I know plane. I can, I can do a plane. Like as far as my claustrophobia goes, because I'll just like pass out for a couple hours and then wake up and I'm good. And you can also walk around but, the plane, like. You can walk around, you know, hit the can, whatever. I don't really get claustrophobic on a plane. I would if it was, like, you know, going down or something, maybe. <laughs> you know, or if there's, like, some crazy uh, <laughs> jet lag kind of scare. But that tunnel, man, like, there's no... Like, they got to implement, like, an eject button somehow, you know, just open the hatch there's little vents coming up as like sewers or something <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the desert and you're fucking big out there today eventually there will be a tragedy around that hyperloop and i will definitely feel for like the victims of future hyperloop accident but until then i'm gonna just be enjoying all the memes that come out of this just like you know yeah somebody i don't know if you've seen that reaction gif of like a guy pointing at, uh, at a computer and the other one's just like oh like like you know, nodding along to it. It's just like my face when I show Elon Musk what a train is. It's just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that's what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I understand this. 
Uh, that's great. <laughs> Y'all see that new Matrix? Oh, yeah. I watched the premiere, like, on the first day. Oh, shit. Heck yeah. Uh, yeah. Be right back. Two seconds. You liked it? And I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't have any expectations for it. That's probably the best. Um, I, it, yeah. I, I watched the whole trilogy on the on the weekend before. So like, three days before I was watching The Matrix 4. Um, only complaint I have is that in the beginning of The Matrix 4, it gets kind of confusing where The Matrix 4 attaches to part 3. Yes. I I see. That's kind of confusing in the beginning. And they changed my boy Morpheus. Where's Lawrence Fishburne? Huh? Couldn't get him on. He died in the other. MMO, so yeah, they man. can't bring him back. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, I've... <laughs> Which is so weird. Just, just because they... What? It's so weird. He really died weird. in the like in the Matrix yeah. Online? That's the reason they gave for it not being Lawrence Fishburne again. That he that version of that's, him died in the game. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> so that wait, so the MMO game is canon? Yeah. Oh. Never. Yeah. And let me play it. I want to play the <laughs> Matrix Online because I I wasn't old enough back then, and I I'm I'm not even sure if it really was popular in Germany. Um, but what I've heard is that they took the Ma took down the Matrix Online in 2009 or so. That sounds right. Somewhere around there. Um. But they should revive it, or at least um, be let let um, the Matrix Awakens be a remake of the original Matrix Online game, and make it available for PC too. <laughs> or if it, if yet. the movie did really well, they might have thought. I don't think the movie's yeah, done particularly definitely. well. So there no. yet, oh, release Neo's right. binary from the Matrix Four in real life. <laughs> game he was working on in the first part, make that a real game. A remaster Matrix: The Path of Neo. That's what everyone needs. Is that the MMO? No, the Path of Neo <laughs> is the one that's made fun of for being one of the worst games ever made. Oh, we that's Xbox about... 360 one, right? Yeah. Or no, no, that's original, yeah. original Xbox. Original generation. Xbox. I remember the the case. Yeah. The cover. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking oh, about the MMO though. Apparently, that MMO is canon. That's why Morpheus. Yeah, plays. yeah, I think it is. Yeah, that's available for the original Xbox. Neo, it was a sure. PC game. PS2 and Xbox for Path of Neo, I think. Yeah, Dang. I, I gotta get this one for my Xbox, so my Xbox has some purpose in my in his in in yeah, its life. Yeah, I think Donkey has a video on I've it. I've seen that one. That's a good video. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good video, man. Donkey, Donkey holding it the fort down, man. He doesn't, man. Like, it's funny how you can like. You know if someone's friend material if they've seen Donkey, like if if they watch Donkey videos, right? Like we have these unspoken things where it's like, yeah, you get it. This guy's with it because he knows Donkey because he like played Pokemon when he grew up or something, you know. Like I try to talk to my younger sister. She's like 22. Her boyfriend's 23. He plays all kinds of games, Fortnite and like whatever else, you know. He usually knows about things. But like, you know, he doesn't get it. Like, he, he didn't really play Pokemon growing up, right? So, not that that means he did not. Not that that Dang. means um has anything to do with I'm... watching Donkey. But you just you get it, right? Because you know people have gone through these experiences and they've they know these stories, right? Right. Um, it's and that's why we're all so tight in the vaporwave scene too. You know, Robert, 
duck. Um, yeah, the, the fact that someone else enjoys the same music niche genre as you do. Good old makes, internet. Yeah. Uh, ooh, pardon me. There, there is like some some projects thing that's going on for years um, for the Matrix Online, so you can emulate a Matrix Online server locally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But yeah, you can you cannot uh, experience all the missions and things as as that. But you can create a character model um, and run around through the map. Yeah. Which is something, I guess, but still not the whole game. Yeah, you know, interact with it. There's maybe some cool physics stuff they did. You can check out, I'm sure. Um, speaking of games, what, like, <laughs> what are good games that are coming out soon? And, like, was 2021 a good year for gaming? Like, I, f I find I can, I can track my life timeline based on what games I play. Because I know, like, okay, if I played this, that means that came out that year. That means this this was the year of when I we try and go go through my memory, you know? That makes sense. We didn't play it, but Ghost of Tsushima is supposed to be really good. Yeah. Uh, it came out this year. Oh, that's yeah, the, from the Samurai mind, one? Uh, Max yeah. is familiar with that game. Uh, oh, yeah. You want to see me in it, bro? Bring it on. Mine got his <laughs> got his PlayStation just for, for this game. And nice. he said it it's was very good. It, so sick it it's apparently a really good game yeah it's, o it's only on ps5 no the ps5 yeah. no oh, ps4 because i was like no one's gonna fucking play that game but not pc yet no not pc all right cool probably the best. Uh, i got a ps4 the, one of the so best games 60 frames 60 frames only works on ps5 yeah that's the problem i don't have a ps4 pro either you could play um, Sekiro. So like PC. God of War like doesn't run that great kind of thing. Yeah, I hear that Sekiro one's good too. Yeah. That's like the exact same like style of game almost it, as well, right? Like uh it's like Dark Souls ish too. Yeah, like that third person kinda. Yeah, those are cool. Slow on the They're, update. Well you were asking if next year's gonna out. be good. Their next game's, game's coming out, out this year. Who? Sorry, it's two people talking. Sorry, sorry. I was just going to put my two cents in. Like, the only game I really played that came out, like, I think last year or 2021 was Psychonauts 2. And I thoroughly enjoyed that one. Ah, awesome, man. That's so great to hear. Yeah, I never I never played it, but uh, that that's a – speaking of, like, living in your shadow, like, Tim Schafer <laughs> probably was – that's probably why it took so long to came out, come out, right? Wasn't it in, like in production for twelve years or something? Varying stages, sure. at least I think. Psycho Psychonauts two, yeah, yeah, I don't. Didn't the the first Psychonauts like release for the PS two? I think it was a PC game first. Yeah, I remember playing on the original PC. Xbox as well. Uh, like they, yeah, they would have brought it. But yeah, so I just. I'm so busy with Utopia District and Tiger Blood. I'm obviously playing a lot less shit, but. Um, I just feel like I can't track what happened in 2020 as well as I normally do because I didn't play much. Yeah, I think I 2021 was a bit of a down year for games. Yeah. Certainly for like the top tier memorable stuff anyways. Most of my favorite games that came out this year are just ports of games that already released previously. Mm. I think Deathloop's the only wholly original game I played this year that was great. 
Mm. I'm glad you said that because I was going to get that. Deathloop is excellent. I, I love Arcane. I think they're great. Yeah. I really liked Guilty Gear. came out this year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Strive. Which one is it now? <laughs> 80, Strife. Guilty Strive. Gear 85, I think. Uh, I think it's only their like, sixth one or seventh. Feels like there's so many of those. I don't know. It's not a series I paid much attention to, so I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah, me either till this year. It was a pretty good one, though. I still think that Cyberpunk 2077 was kind of overhated. Yeah, well, with good reason, because, but for I sure mean, it like, contaminated people's... like. I mean, I get that the game was not done but there was some so. good shit i didn't play it but like people really put in a lot of effort in the sense of like voice acting and like character uh realisticness and the, the problem push, wasn't you know, just like, that it was released in an unfinished state that's to be expected for AAA games at this point, which is pathetic for a whole other set of reasons. Which is a whole other conversation, but yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk was as maligned as it was because of the way CG Pro CD Projekt talks about game development. Yeah, and setting up expectations. So it got extra pushback shit. because they talked like they were above companies like Take-Two or EA or Ubisoft, and then they went and turned and did the exact same thing that all those companies do and get hatred for mm. but because of how far ahead of everyone the witcher 3 pushed them they were like the golden child of game publishing then they went and did the exact thing that has major implications in the whole industry and borderline ruins the way the industry functions real so, bad i remember um so no man's sky that's Just actually like a say. good game now, a, right? That one is a success Apparently. story. Yeah. Like I think that actually got a lot of flack because it was fun to hate on it. And they also now advertised they, it badly. They advertised Yeah, it. they they said at launch that a whole bunch in of shit the beginning, was going to be in that game and that nothing they said was in it. I remember some of those interviews like um what's that guy? No clip or no Crobcat. Crobcat if you don't know Crobcat, C R O W B C A T. I don't even know him, no. Yes, you do. He does the, the three supercuts. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, where he just only plays the cringy footage. He cuts it together, <laughs> just the cringe footage from like events like Crobcat that. Crobcat just did one for Back yeah, for he... Blood like two days ago. Yes, dude. So good. Back uh Valve carried Left for Dead. Oh, I saw video. that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's Crobcat. Anyway, tangent there. <laughs> um, I just finished playing a game that's kind of loosely tied into Vaporwave. Ooh, which one? Oh, dude, dude called, you should review it. It's called Wolfstride. Uh, Wolf I think Stride. reviewing it would be kind of ambitious. Um, it's like mm. a 20 plus hour RPG. Okay. Um, but it's kind of a marriage of oh, Cowboy cool. Bebop and uh gurren lagan um oh my the god Ooh, my two favorite shows really ties it into vaporwave it's the main Dude. character who you or the protagonist you play it's as is like and an, white too. yeah it's all black and white but it's like also all hand-drawn like anime style artwork and it's also completely fully voice acted every almost every line of dialogue in the game is voice acted by like there's like eight or i think 10 different voice actors and they're 
and actresses and they're all pretty good like it's not it's not cheap voice acting it's like that's the first comment i saw outstanding voice acting yeah and you play as this ex-yakuza uh you know kind of edgy guy who always has a cigarette in his mouth but he's like kind of the opposite of spike because he like the first thing he does is just get the crap beat out of him by some other like gangsters he's like he's he's kind of like an anti he's an anti-spike um but he he has that Mm. aesthetic and he's like and you're you're with like your friends who all kind of have like a you have a mysterious past that you're kind of uncovering as you play through the story and um your friend died and gifted you guys this mech and you go you take the mech and you go do like battles with it basically in like an arena so you're you're dueling other mechs and that's where the it's got like a really cool turn-based combat system with the mech stuff and then between matches you're playing as the yakuza guy running around town meeting people uh, like learning about the story of the the characters and all that and it's it's actually got a very rich like world full of these these really well-written characters that are likable and or dislikable and it's it's not like amazing it's not the best game i played this year but it really did suck me in for a whole 15 to like 20 hours however long it took me to beat it nice um but it's yeah it's got that if you're looking for kind of a you know game with that cowboy bebop feel to it it's it's got mm-hmm. that but it's got the the mech battles too for oh cool yeah it looks like very uh, comic uh graphic novel manga style yeah it, like half of it is almost like a visual novel there's so much dialogue and and stuff you really have to be be prepared for that if you're going in like it's it's a great experience but it may not be what you're looking for if you just want a mech battler yeah no, true i want another armored core well Good news. There's good news details literally today that it might be a game from Soft's working on. Get out of here! I'm, I'm looking this up right now. Elden Core, <laughs> Armored Ring. Their next, the sequel oh, to God. Elden Ring will be an Armored Core game. Armored Elders. It'll be Dark Souls open world mech piloting. I have every Armored Core there ever was. I love that series. I just. Uh saw something that apparently got released in December. Um, So I saw some gameplay footage on TikTok a few times for a game called Road Flash, um, which is apparently some kind of biopunk game where you can just kill an enemy, take his organs, and upgrade (laughs) yours. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I mean, biopunk sounds kind of cool, and the the art style of the game is supposed to be um, like PS1 styled mm-hmm. with low poly models and pixelated textures, which kind of reminds me of a game called um, Night of the Consumers, <laughs> which is supposed to be a horror game, but you work in retail <laughs> and that's the horror thing. <laughs> so the the whole game, Night of the Consumers, Basically, you play as an employee, so you just got employed for um, putting um, new new stuff in the shelves. And around every corner, there's a new customer that wants to ask you where whatever uh, alcohol or um, the video games are in the store. And they, they, they appear very scary, like... They just come come to you from behind. They're like, "Excuse me, 
Um, and then you get like the text dialogue, and where you have to take them, and they would then they will just follow you, and the the music will get really tense, like. And at some point, if you're not fast enough, they will call the manager, and the manager will hunt you down and fire you. That sounds dope. Yep, it's so fun. So many good games to play. Uh, my list is like fucking insane. Because I buy a lot of games. I just don't play them. I can't, you know. I try. Yeah. Takes time. Yeah. Same same with me when, when I play Boneworks. To go from one save point to the next one takes a lot of time. And before our podcast here, I was playing Boneworks. And I just had to go back, find the last um, save point because I found a whole area to explore and there was no no way to save. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's like yep. old school style. You had to get to this save point. Now it's just press start on most games or it just autosaves. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if uh, Boneworks autosaves. Yeah. Even though it's a quite new game. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not super brand new, but it's not old. Yeah. It's from 2019. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been thinking about uh, picking up Battle Right again. Did anyone play that? Oh, I can't say that I have. Is Pizza still nope. here? Yeah, I played that. There's a new game like it, Arena of Tins, that mixes Battle Right with uh, WoW Arena. Oh. Pretty interesting. And Battle Right, some of the Battle Right pros worked on it, as well as the WoW Arena pros. So mm, it's like made cool. by competitive players. Is it free? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah, link me that. I might try it. Yeah, it's cool. Just Battle Right is so quick. The games are like not even 10 minutes. Yeah, same here. You can play like five minutes and get off. Yeah. You played maybe one or two matches already. Yeah, exactly. Well, I'll check it out. Thank you. Um, Sweet. So I guess I don't want to keep everyone too, too long. Coming up on almost two hours now. Uh, does anyone have anything they want to make sure they cover? Any, you know, shout outs or anything like that? Obviously, we'll, we'll we'll do some plugs of where to find you and all that, and what you're up to coming. But uh, just before we do, any general stuff? No? Uh, I'm good. I, okay. I do have to go soon, though, so I'm cool with being Yeah, okay. So, yeah, I <laughs> just want to do a general shout-out to, like, the homies keeping it real in the vapor scene, you know. Um, DJ Non, first of all, Luxury Aesthetics. Check it out. Don't be a fool. <laughs> It's the best shit around around town. Um, Agora Road, Macintosh Cafe Forum, the classic, classic forum still going strong with their active community and great members making great posts every day. Uh, check out, we'll link it in the description, Agora Road. Shouts out Ronnie from Vaporspace, um, you know, holding down the fort with all the online shows and... Um, IRL shows and just being, you know, the like wholesome rock we need in the scene. Shouts out Pacific Plaza Records, Alex, for throwing all these virtual memory shows and getting all these artists a place to perform live um, IRL in California. And um, shouts out Chief Alif for just being awesome for his work on his um, VA10 project and his show and um, future shows i imagine too 
and uh, shouts out Pad Channington for, you know, just being the cool, the cool motherfucker he is. <laughs> and oh, uh, actually, there's a one, there's a post I saw on Reddit. I want to give a shout out to this guy here, Thothep. Shouts out Thothep, whoever you are. <laughs> They did a very cool, uh, robust, oops, sorry about that. Um, I just put the link in the meeting chat. Look at the Vaporwave discographies on Bandcamp uh, that are all under $10 by labels and artists. Um, really nice list here. Oh, this is cool. If anyone wants to get anyone's full discography, maybe check out a label or artist you hadn't heard of. Um, just a really cool thing that no one asked for, but is just a real treat for the scene. And it's little things like this that are like the best part of the scene, man. So yeah, we'll link that up. It's on Reddit. Shouts out Thothep. Sweet. Um, that's it for me. So you guys want to plug your socials where everyone can give you all a follow and keep up with what you're doing. Uh, Caravale, we'll start with you and go alphabetically. Oh, of course. Uh, don't really have too many socials. You can always find me on Twitter. Uh, it's an old one, but I still use it. At uh, Drunk On Media. Probably should look into changing it soon, but if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, man, that's what I know. That's like, you know, you come to learn people through their handles and stuff like that, right? Got to keep it. Of course. <laughs> like, you know, Groovy Kaiju is Torch2424, right? Yeah. Yeah, there are a bunch of those. Just because like, he made that when he was a kid. Got to keep it. Awesome. Please give Caravale a follow and definitely check out um, Shadows in Neon City. We'll have more posts for that coming for you soon. Um, DJ Non. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Did you say something, Caravale? Oh, no, no. I, I just said righteous. Like, nice. R- righteous. <laughs> cool. Best place to go for me is Linktree. So linktr.ee slash DJ Non, DJ N underscore N O N N, two N's. That has links to the YouTube channel, to Twitter, to Instagram, everywhere you can find me. Linktree, DJ underscore N O N N. Yep. Gotcha. And that will lead everyone to luxury aesthetics as well. Um, G Ban. Uh, I use Twitter most, so I'm GVM underscore games on there. Uh, it's almost exclusively music, games, and hockey. So if you if you like any of those, all that. And then I'm just GBanis92 on everything else that I have. Twitter's the only exception. Awesome. GBM. Cool. GBM underscore games on Twitter. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Malbert. Yes. Um, so DJ Nun inspired me for the link tree. Um, that's actually a pretty good idea because I recently set one up. Um I just haven't included my Twitter link yet, but it's also linktree, like linktree.ee slash mallbird, uh, where I have linked my OpenSea for um, some NFT drops I do, um, because I recently started doing that, I guess, um, trying to sell my art somehow. Um, I have my Twitch link there, my Patreon, a link to the Cyberdeck Cafe, which is for cyberpunk uh content and stuff and my instagram massive massive discord server man i checked that out i'm like holy oh, yeah. shit that is impressive yeah you have I'm, t- I'm like part... ten thousand people in there so many people talking yeah we, we usually um, purge a lot of uh people on there because 
there are a lot of people joining without interacting much. Um, yeah. Because you want to have active people. Um, yeah. Not just many. I feel that. Shouts out to all the active people on Utopia District, man. Seriously. Making this fucking server so cool. You know, I'd just be here talking to myself otherwise. It'd be me and G-Band just fucking boring as shit. Um, <laughs> shouts out, uh, just shouts out everyone. I, you know, I'll miss people if I start, so thank you guys. You rock. Um, and thank you, Malbert. Thank you. Sorry to cut you off. Is that it? You yeah, good? that's it. All right. Max, itchy butt. Uh, yeah, I run Itchy Butt Records, uh, Itchy Butt Records on Instagram, and then uh, also Maximus is mxmus.bandcamp.com. I got some tapes and shirts. Uh, nice. Also in Tea Time, our new album just came out on Tea Bogus Time. Collective. Yeah. yeah, man. So check that out on boguscollective.bandcamp.com. And we got new tapes coming in. They should be done, I don't know, by the end of the month, probably. Nice. Everything's slowed down. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, yo, let's play, it, a song, really. let's play a song from Tea Time to, to, to lead us off the show. All right. After Pizza Slay, of course. <laughs> yeah, you know, Pizza SLT. I'm here with the pizza. <laughs> hot, hot, hot and ready. Hot and ready. Yeah. Thanks, bro. And pizza, yeah, helping out with social media, uh, general directional kind of stuff, PA. Oh kind yeah, of I stuff. did that Jesse Jessets video. Shout out to Jesse Jessets. That's an awesome song she did. Oh yeah, fuck the yeah, Christmas. Christmas special music video. Oh yeah, uh, so YouTube, we're putting all the videos up on YouTube now. Um, we got a copyright strike when we did the second stream on christmas day it's like all we did was stream videos that are already on our channel <laughs> so like what the fuck i don't oh, know no one's safe pokimane just got banned really what yeah she was streaming avatar for 10 hours <laughs> uh, wow yeah someone of her size that'll do it but uh people gotta f make a solution for this shit man people want to do it watching shit together virtually is the future yeah you know? yeah yep, instead of that's, that's sure. like the new business models whoever figures that out like that's netflix or that's also they're something, already doing like watch together kind of stuff but you know it's not that's also something like um groups. sometimes people on the cyberdeck cafe do um but with like movies that are so hard to find and uh Stuff mm -hmm. that you will not get the copyright strike. Yeah. <laughs> or you're just small enough like us. Like, we we run Christmas movies for, like, what was that, two weeks two straight? Weeks, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, like, I think the Sunday Cafe could pull, pull something similar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Blessing and a curse. All right, fam. Well, happy 2021 Vapor Miss. Happy New Year. Wishing everyone good luck and, you know, um, success with their um, New Year's resolutions and all of that. Uh, thank you, everybody, for coming on the show. It was dope talking to y'all. Uh, we'll see you again in like a week or two. And um, yeah, uh, Max, what song we got to play? Uh, check out Sheets. 
Sheets, number 11, on Tea Times Matcha, on Bogus Collective. Tape's coming out sometime soon. Yeah? Yep, uh, sometime yeah. later this month. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Great, I linked it in the description if y'all want to listen, in the meeting chat, rather. And that's it for me. We'll take care, guys. Later. later. See you later. later. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. It was a blast of a time. Subscribe to the podcast if you're not already on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, Stitcher. You can also find it on our website at utopiadistrict.com slash podcast. Check us out on YouTube. We've got a lot of great videos going up there. Our Instagram and Twitter are always popping and have up-to-date information on what we're usually doing. And most importantly, join the Discord if you're not already. It's a great time and we'll have the link in the description. And last but not least, subscribe to us on Bandcamp at utopiadistrict.bandcamp.com. 
That is acting as our mailing list and it will keep you up to date on everything we're doing as we send out emails maybe twice a month right now and it should ramp up soon. Thanks again, everyone. Happy 2022 and we'll see you next time.